This is John, who plays Diego, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Die by the Sword podcast. Before we get into tonight's episode, I do want to let everybody know that during this episode, we had some technical difficulties with my microphone, so I sound a little distant. That's okay. I'm there with you. Let's have fun. I want to give a shout out to the guys over at Midnight Syndicate. You can check out their music over at midnightsyndicate.com. And we'd also like to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for the wonderful ambient sounds you hear throughout the podcast. You can check them out at youtube.com slash Soundscapes, And you can check out our website at diebythesswordpodcast.com. And don't forget to leave a great review wherever you listen to us. Now, let's get into this episode. So today I'm drinking a Temptress Imperial Milk Stout. I love milk stouts. Do you remember that milk stout that we had in, in uh, San Diego, that peanut butter milk stout? Oh my god, the uh, Belching Beaver one. The Belching Beaver, yes. <laughs> I was a little nervous about the name when we first tried the place, but damn. <laughs> yeah, no, it was real good. I still have dreams about it, but you can only get it there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not down for road trips at this point, I don't think. It might be a little soon for that. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> so Also, you're going to need to stop every five seconds to go to the bathroom. That is me. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm mostly a beer guy and a bourbon guy. But I noticed John, he seems quite the wine aficionado. I do like drinking wine, uh, especially big red wines. Oh, red wine's the one you're into? Big red wine? Ew, that sounds gross. <laughs> <laughs> I like big red and rum. That's good. Isn't big red wine just basically fireball? <laughs> yes, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it, yeah. Yeah, I had a, uh, from Costco, I think I talked about this before, um, had this bourbon uh wine cabernet savignon am i saying that right savignon savignon yeah savignon but no blanc uh, no blanc it's oh. cabernet it's it's very i don't know how to say red in whatever language that is french i rouge. think it's uh mirna oh, yeah it is rouge <laughs> it is not that sir <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no it, it's aged in bourbon barrels so it picks up some of that flavor i like Anything that's bourbon and bourbon adjacent. That sounds tasty, actually. It does. It does sound quite good. Well, why don't you go to Costco and pick yourself up a bottle? This is not sponsored content. Mm, I would definitely do that. Uh, but actually, you can find real good wines in a lot of different places. Like uh, Trader Joe's has uh, Two Buck Chuck, which is good. It's awesome. Mm. <laughs> I've had that and enjoyed it. That's like, and that's, I don't know a lot about wine, but I'm like, I know when I like something and I, when I don't. I, I like you were saying, I, I tend to like red wines and I've tried the two buck chuck and I was like, I don't know if I'm maybe just not sophisticated, but it's pretty good to me. <laughs> I wanted to test out some like Australian and New Zealand wines. Cause John and I were supposed to be on a trip to Australia and New Zealand in October that I don't think is going to happen, but wanted to try some of their wines and found one that I really like called the Ned. It's from the New Zealand. The Ned. You know what? I'm really disappointed. I'm really disappointed that they didn't use any Lord of the Rings names. Same. <laughs> there probably are some, but I think the Ned is a, a mountain or something that is there. Somebody's probably screaming at their iPhone right now. <laughs> Keith, what about you? Are you a wine fan? I only drink pink wines. So white Zinfandels, uh, Moscato, like uh, pink Moscatos, stuff like that. I like the sweetness. If you get any drier than that, I'm out. So what is pink wine? Is it like mixed? Is it the suicide of wines? <laughs> 100%. And just a lot of sugar thrown in there too. And that's the pink wine right there. Uh, actually, they make it pink by keeping the skins in the wine as it's fermenting just a little bit longer. White wines, actually, you take the skins out as quickly as possible. Oh, I thought it was Merlot mixed with Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I like it so much, because it's half Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. Hot take, I don't like Kool-Aid. Ugh. Ooh, unpopular opinion. 
Yeah, you probably had it made like I used to have made when I was a kid with no sugar hardly. Are you kidding me? We sugar all yeah, just dump it. Just dump it till it accidentally all falls in. Oh no, my dad was very strict on that sugar intake for the Kool-Aid. You don't have to have the sugar, just add the Everclear and you're fine. My mother rarely added Everclear to our Kool-Aid. <laughs> Notice you said rarely though, so it did happen sometimes. Are you gonna give us kids be quiet? Yeah, it, it was a long time ago, so I'm pretty sure we at least got the bourbon on the gums. Mijo, drink this. <laughs> yeah, my dad did the, uh, you know, you've got a problem with a sore throat. Here, gargle with this. It's bourbon. <laughs> yeah. I only did that once. That's all I ever needed. <laughs> the hot toddy. And you, were, and you were cured forever? Cured forever. I will never get another sore throat. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's impressive <laughs> no i also like white wines as well rieslings are good uh keith you might try one of those too because they're kind of sweet uh but they're white i like the pinots yeah rieslings and moscatos are okay I'll, I'll do a little bit of those yeah i like both pinots noir and blanc ah those are two good ones i like those pinots are good lately been trying things like uh tempranillo it's really good what is a Tempranillo? Uh, it's a lesser used varietal, probably, of grape. Uh, it's uh, more Spanish style. And it, um, it's a little heartier than a Merlot, but not as peppery as a Barbosa. What's a Barbosa? Oh, they have so many names. See, we told you, he is a connoisseur. <laughs> yeah. For real. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Barbosa. Yeah, that one's kind of peppery. I like that one. It's one of the good things about being friends with John is getting to try all of these new wines that I've never heard of before. That's true. Do you have any Barbosas? Uh, not right now, no. Hard to get. Hmm. Uh, there, is a, there is a wine made by a company I get some wine from, and they like having fun with the names and packaging. Uh, this one comes in a plastic bag. It's called uh, Chateau Mofo. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yes, it's like a big giant sippy, uh, you know. Uh, uh, Capri Sun. Capri Sun, yes, for adults. <laughs> Just so hard punching that straw in that wine bag. Right. <laughs> That's quitter talk. <laughs> That's your, you have a good strength check on that one. <laughs> right. And dexterity, because oh. you got to get it right in the right spot. <laughs> yeah, or it goes everywhere. I know we're not talking about this, but speaking of strength, Jack, you guys, I learned a new song. Uh-oh. You did? Yes, because we leveled up. Oh, yeah, oh. we did. Because you guys are now level seven. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, uh. So anything exciting? I'll go ahead since I started it. Um, I learned actually two songs. I learned the song of strength. That gives my allies a plus three on strength checks. Ooh, cool. So if I was singing the song while fighting, if you use strength as a, like for a composite bow or a melee attack, you could add that plus three in. So like if for your composite bow or any like melee checks or melee um, attacks, you get a plus three on strength. If you're trying to open a rusty door, Richard, if you're listening, um, <laughs> you get a plus three on that. If I was singing while you were trying it out, that would have helped so much. It would have. And instead of uh, another second level spell, I replaced it with a, uh, a masterpiece, a bardic masterpiece. Ooh. Oh, yes. It's the, uh, now I don't know how to pronounce this. Rondo Rondo of heavenly order. R N D E A U. I'm going to take your word for it. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm bad with languages. I barely speak English. But what this does is uh, now my enemies can only move in when I'm singing this enemies can only move in a straight line. They cannot turn. They cannot charge. No, wait, they can charge because they're in a straight line. They just can't turn. That's like some Pied Piper stuff. First thing that came to my mind was Zoolander. <laughs> he can't turn. <laughs> <laughs> you need to call your song Blue Steel. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, they get a will save, and if they fail it, uh, you can step out of the way. Cool. Yep. And then I did take uh, uh, as my feet, because I get a feet with this level, and I got an extra hex. So um, 
I am. I took the uh, disguise hex. Mm-hmm. So now I don't need my hat to change into carry. I can be carry for an hour a day without the hat. Oh, cool! And it doesn't have to be consecutive. Uh, it does because you you have to spend it in one hour increments. Um, oh, okay. Since I'm only a level one witch, I can only take one hour. Cool. So if for some reason you lose your hat, you can still, yep. still transform. That's exactly right. Or if I'm we're doing a dungeon crawl, I don't have to keep doing it. Because dungeon crawls take less than an hour. Fantastic. That's not true. That's that's false. Sometimes it takes more than that. Oh wait, I forgot about this one too. Oh, I got so much stuff, you guys. This was a big <laughs> level for you. It was. Uh I can uh I, I got a, a rage power and I took Ghost Rager. So while raging, super ghost parties. Yes, deals normal damage to incorporeal creatures, even when using non-magical weapons. Oh, nice! And I get a plus three morale bonus to AC, which increases by one at eighth level, and then every four after that against ghosts or non-incorporeal, uncorporeal, discorporeal. Those guys. <laughs> Essentially, when you rage, you become ghost-touched. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Which keeps you from being ghost-touched. Oh, and I forgot. No, I don't, I'm out. I'm out of stuff. <laughs> well, Diego is going to be a little bit different this time. Uh, at this level, since I'm a nimble guardian, uh, I can now change form. Oh. But I'm limited. I can only change into cats. But any type of cat? Any type of cat. No. But aren't you already a cat? Uh, I am a cat folk, but now I can go full feline. Yeah, no, he, oh, full feline, like all fours? Like lion, tiger. Oh, I was thinking tabby, tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking more going more, more lion if I have. Ooh, that'd be cool. Nifty. And Chaubert, this wasn't too big of a level for him, but uh, the coolest thing is he got an extra D6 on his sneak attack, so that'll be fun. Always comes in handy. Yeah. And then uh, also picked up Disorienting Maneuver, so using acrobatics to tumble through opponent's spaces. Uh, successfully, I'll get a plus two uh, circumstance bonus on attack rolls. Oh, nice. Oh, so you can, like, dive and squat, basically. Yeah, basically. Very cool. So, like, Dark Souls, right? Where you're just rolling and swinging? <laughs> yeah, because you're going to die otherwise. Yeah, you can't stand still in Dark Souls at all. Um, so, well, for Cabal, uh, at seventh level, I can now call three judgments a day. So that's going to come in handy. Uh, I also got a new feat. It's called Rapid Shot, which basically gives me another shot with my bow um, per turn. So that's pretty sweet. And I got a spell for you guys. I think you're going to be excited about it. It's called Prayer, and it says, You bring special favor upon yourself and your allies while bringing disfavor to your enemies. You and each one of your allies gain a plus one bonus on attack rolls, weapon damage rolls, saves, and skill checks, while each of your foes take a negative one penalty on each of these rolls. Ooh, that's a two-point swing. That is, and it's way better than the prayers I learned at Catechism. Right, so... (laughs) So I found that, and I was like, "This, this is perfect." So I, I added that to my repertoire. So you get two attacks per round now if you're using your bow. If I use my feet, yeah, oh, it, it yep. allows me to shoot another one. That's Wait, cool. you shoot your bow with your feet? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I've seen that. You know that? I've seen some ladies do it. It was pretty neat. Did you guys pick up any cool stuff with your gold? Yeah, uh, Diego did not get uh, anything. He's saving up for robes. Ooh, nice. That should be fun. That should be fun. Like silk or bath or... Uh, No, these are monk robes. Ah, yeah, no. That's very important. Especially for a monk. No armor. Yeah, I tend to have no armor at all. Uh, I didn't have a whole lot because I had to get my gold from the adventure. But um, I am going to have a friend of mine uh, magic up some of my stuff. My armor and some weapons since i can't craft magic armor but you know somebody who can i do Uh uh-oh keith what about you did you pick up anything 
No, I'm saving. After getting my my boots of elven kind and just being super acrobatic, I was cool with those, but that were they were expensive. So I'm kind of trying to save back up now. Oh yeah. <laughs> I picked up two cool things this uh this go around. I picked up a belt of incredible dexterity, which, you know, being a rogue, I felt like that was probably a smart purchase. <laughs> and then also the coolest thing, I was flipping through and I just happened upon it and I was like, hmm. This sounds like it could either be useless or super useful. Uh, it's called an immovable rod. And, oh yeah. Oh, so you heard, I had I didn't know anything about them. I was just like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. It's like a flat iron rod with a button, and uh, you push it, and the rod stays where it's at. So mm-hmm. it takes a lot of strength to move it, I guess. What's the yep. DC on that? Uh, the DC on a move check for it is thirty for to move it just ten feet. Oh. And it can hold, it says 8,000 pounds. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. A lot of people, if you have multiple of them, you can use them to climb. I thought about trying to buy two. That got a little out of my price range, but uh, I was like, oh yeah, I could do like a little stair climber type deal with them. Mm-hmm. Like the pegs on American Ninja Warrior? Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you didn't say it right. He says it like, American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> Which, have you guys, uh, speaking of American Ninja Warriors, have you guys seen that new show? I guess it's kind of new. Tag? No, I want to because it looks so stupid. It looks like American Gladiators for the playground. That's exactly what it is. All the people have characters and everything. Yeah, I actually saw it. It actually looks pretty good. Uh, it was fun to see people running around trying to chase each other. But adult tag. It's bizarre. Yeah, it, it really was. Yeah, I, I saw it pop up on Hulu as something to watch, and I thought it was a joke at first. <laughs> it does look like one of those fake shows that are in TV shows, <laughs> like like on 30 Rock where they did like Milf Island. Milf Island, yep. Milf Island, Gold Case. Uh-huh. It's very much, it feels very much like one of those shows. <laughs> All right, so shall we roll some hit points for your level seven? Ooh, yeah, let's. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I need to make up for my level six too. So, ah, yes, because you oh, were not right. here for level six. Oh, let's let him yes. go first. So, yeah, John, let's see where you get. Okay. Diego had insomnia. He wasn't there, so hold on. <laughs> so for level six, I got a six. Take the six because I got a two. Oh, definitely taking that. And then for level seven. I got a one. I got a four. <laughs> we'll take the four. <laughs> now, John, are you sure you had insomnia and just weren't running around the goddamn house at three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> Tom catting around. Mm-hmm. Right. Who's next? Uh, Gary. All right. Let's go with show bears. Got a four. I got a seven. Oh, all right. Ooh, nice. Seven for level seven. And Keith. Okay. I rolled a five. I rolled a four. Yes. All right. And Philip. All right, here we go. Four. One. I'll take the four. Still haven't broke that 60 ceiling. But you're closer. Yep. Is anybody over 60? I'm right at 59. So I believe at the end of the last episode, I know John wasn't here for it, we ended with Renly snapping awake and having Judge Deramid sitting at the foot of his bed, saying that we need to talk. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Judge Deramid, uh, what, what are you... I just had such a weird dream. Is Roderick still here? Um... No, Roderick has been gone for a couple of weeks, probably. Oh, oh he was in my dream. It was so weird. So what can we? What can I do for you? I came to see if you had um, given any more thought into continuing the quest to search for the Whispering Way. Judge, Judge Dermot, I think we've been over this. The, the Whispering Way killed my brother. I will not rest until justice is brought. Well, that is good. I 
do believe that if they are making their way into the Shudderwood, then they can only be going to one place, and that is the Askinor Lodge. The Askinor Lodge? Yes. Where is, where is that? It is in the heart of the Shudderwood Forest. It is uh, one of the few places that people can go within the Shudderwood and not be attacked by the werewolves. Oh, yes, the werewolves. Oh, that's right. That's what Roger... Oh, this has been a long couple of weeks. Um, what was the name of the hotel again? The Askinor Lodge. Askinor Lodge. Let me write this down so that I don't forget. Good. Now, the Askinor Lodge is... It's a very exclusive location... It can be accessed by invitation only. Do you, do you have such an invitation? As I mentioned before, I am a member of the esoteric order of the Palatine Eye. I can use my connections to get a few um, blank invitations that would work for you. But I do not suggest going alone. I don't know who would I accompany. I just... I'm alone right now. Um, I plan to go to Ravengrow to pick something up that a former companion was fixing for me. I suppose that I can ask in Ravengrow because they were also affected by the Whispering Way. Yes. Yes, they were. I... I feel like I could probably arrange for four invitations. Do you think you could find three other members to travel with you. I'm sure Dwarfy could come with us. He's always up for adventure. At least, I think. I only met him briefly. I can ask when I get to town, but they weren't big on with warriors there, so I could also call back to my tribe and have them send some people. Okay. Well, I will leave it to you to find your companions for this trip. Let them know that I am offering 6,000 gold pieces each if you take on this this quest. Okay, but if like I do it by myself, do I get 24,000? No, you, you only get 6,000. But you are prepared to give 6,000 each to four people. I think it's only fair that I get 24,000. No, you, you only get 6,000. Well, I mean... What, whatever. Be as stingy as you want. Okay. Look, I've already paid you a lot of money, as it is. You, but that was... F- never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I feel like 6000 is plenty reasonable. Uh, it is, f- per person, like you offered, but... I, you, you know, I would... I'll do it for 6000 just so that I can avenge my brother. Very good. So I will acquire these blank invitations so you can gain entry uh, to the Askinor Lodge. Uh, I believe you had mentioned before, uh, after returning from Slosh Keramark, that uh, Count Keramark mentioned something about a secret uh, hunting path. I'm going to take your word for it because I forgot about that. But yeah, sure, secret hunting path. Oh, the silent path. Yes, yes. Okay, so if the Whispering Way went that way, and I'm supposed to bring four people if we want to get 24,000 gold altogether, um, I should I should actually prepare before I go down that path, don't you think? Yes, yes. I, I, would, I, I would believe that you should prepare for just about anything. All right. I'm, I'm going to Ravengrow to pick up my ancestral hammer. I'm going to see if Dwarfy will come and I will send word to my tribe. If there's anything else that you can do, because it's a long way, it's a long road um, to help. Uh, and and uh, Renly starts rubbing his fingers like money. Anything else at all that you can do uh, would be super great. And she kind of looks at her pockets. She's like, oh, uh, well... I don't really have any cash on me at the moment. Um, I might be able to do a bit of research on 
what you might expect to find in the Shadowwood? I think that's fair. That's fair. Information is very valuable. So, in that case, I will have your invitations here in Lepestad, since you must go through Lepestad to get to the Shudderwood Forest anyway. Uh, so stop back and see me whenever you come back through. I will. I believe I'll be back on the first of Desnes, and I will bring three companions. If I bring another one, does he get another 6,000, or do we have to split that 24,000... Five ways. I'll need to reconsider that. Take your time, you've got a month. So, Renly makes his way to Ravengrow. He does have his song of haste that he loves to sing, so it only takes him half the time. Very good. Uh, Renly makes his way back into Ravengrow. Uh, he hasn't seen this place in quite some time, but it definitely has a different look to it. It's not as scarce and almost barren as it was before. It's like setting the prison free, set the town free? Pretty much. So uh, where he's going is, at the start of this last book that we were on, when we left for Lepestad, he left his ancestral hammer uh, with Dwarfy so that he could, you know, magic it up a bit, restore it to what it once was. Mm-hmm. So that's where he is headed. He is headed to the Spiffy Smithy shop. The Spiffy Smithy. Uh, which I do believe we mentioned before that Dwarfy set that up somewhere in the circle square. Yes, somewhere in the circle square. There's kind of a an empty lot area and a, a tree between the town hall and the outward end. Plenty of space for him to set up his smithy shop. Yes. Okay. Um, so I walk into his shop and I kind of expect him to know who I am, but I mean, we met briefly like a couple of days before we took off before I, between when I uh, got there and we took off. So I don't know if he still, he would recognize me. Well, you never know. He's a dwarf. So I break, uh, bust in and say, dwarfy. It's, it's, it's Renly. Thank you. I could not remember. To be fair, I only remember your name because it's the same as who you are. So, I left the hammer with you. Have you finished it? Oh, oh, oh yes. I, I finished that quite some time ago. Oh, splendid. May I see it? I mean, if you want, I, that, 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 it's your hammer. Well, I just didn't want to go rooting around in your... What, how, how do you... When someone comes to pick something up, do you have it in like boxes like the pharmacist or the alchemist? No, I usually keep them in the back. So should I just go back and get it? Or? No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll go get it. Wait here. And he walks off. And he's kind of whistling a song as he walks back. And he comes back in carrying your ancestral war hammer. Which is now a plus one shocking war hammer. So yeah, no, his hammer is, it's, like I said, Thurskill was based on, on Thor, so this hammer has a little bit of electricity running through it. Also, uh, Dwarfy, you did such a good job on this hammer. Can I leave some other things for you? Sure, I, I'm a bit more swamped than I thought it would be, but... Uh, so business is good then? Business is fantastic. Oh, that's so good to hear. And Renly hands over his uh, chain shirt and his uh, chakram. Okay. And uh, those are just going to get another plus one added to them. I will get to work on these uh, right away. How, how soon do you need these? Um, as soon as possible. I'm actually trying to um, gather a posse. Well, that's, that's not what I heard about you. <laughs> so, um... Uh, Okay. Yeah, I was wondering if you'd like to join me. Um, my companions are no longer with me. What? What, by, what do you mean? My companions, Roderick, Zenobia, Vivian, they're, they're no longer ah, with me. Yes, Vivian. Yes, Vivian. Vivian. Vivian decided to go back to her temple. Ah, well, that's a shame. 
Yes. But I, I do guess that uh, she was not quite cut out for the adventuring life. Her heart was too pure for it. Uh, Roderick is uh, trying to find his father. Apparently he's still alive. I don't know him that well, but family drama, you know? Uh, yes. But Zenobia. Yes, uh, where, where is good old Zenobia? I'm afraid we lost Zenobia. Wait. What do you mean, that you lost Zenobia? We lost her. She was... She was... She fell in in a battle. Oh. It was very, very sad. She... She lent me this ring. And he holds up Zenobia's ring of protection. Which, from now on, Renly is going to name it after Zenobia. She willed me this ring. Well, I don't know if she willed it to me, but... I have it now, and I've named it Zenobia's Aya. She was a prickly one. That she was. I I assumed that she would outlive us all. We all did. Anyway, enough of the sad. Uh, I'm going to check in at the inn. Can I have these in a few days? Yes, uh, ab- absolutely. Um... Normally for a, a rushed job like this, I would charge extra. But for for you, uh, it's on the house. Not not the whole job, just just the rush jobs on the house. You, oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, and I want you to think about my offer. I'm looking for some somebody who shares my disdain for the Whispering Way, and I know that they've hurt Ravengrow and killed my brother and your friend. So. Hopefully you will join me. I'll be at the inn. I I will consider it. I, I will have to figure out what to do with the shop. I just got it open. But I... Uh, I will give it thought. Okay. Hope to see you there later. And Renly goes off to the inn. Oh, uh, but before you leave... Yes. Before you leave... I... I would suggest... If you do me the favor of taking this hammer to the Temple of Phrasma and having it blessed by Father Grimborough. Um, not quite my religion, but... As a favor sure. for me? No, no, absolutely. You've done so much for me and my family, of course. Uh, may that help protect you in your continued battles. Yes. Hopefully it will. Thank you, Dwarfy. And he goes... Instead of the inn, he goes off to Father Grimborough. Okay. Uh, so you make your way across the square to the Temple of Phrasma. Uh, you you make your way inside looking for Father Grimborough. But when you do, you see a familiar face. There is a, there's a young tiefling standing in the Temple of Phrasma. I know you. Cabal turns around and says, you know me? I know you. Uh, Renly is squinting and he's basically trying to look through him to see where he knows this tiefling. You do look familiar. I know you. How do I know you? About that time, uh, an older gentleman makes his way into the sanctuary of this this temple. Renly, is that you? Yes, Father Grimborough. It's, It's me. I'm I'm back. So, it's good to see you, first of all. Very good to see you. Always good to see a friendly face. Dwarfy has enchanted my hammer and asked if he would say a blessing for it. And he hands the hammer over to Father Grimbro. Why, of, of course, I'd be glad to. He leans in real quick. Also, who's that dude? I mean, I've seen him before. I just don't know where. Has he always been here? Oh, do you? You mean Cabal? Yes, Cabal. Uh, Cabal, Cabal, Cabal. Um, Renly whips around. I've dreamt about you. Cabal. Um. You're an Inquisitor of Phrasma. Yes, that is me. He has been serving here at the church for some time. He said that he had a calling and uh, would know when that the time was up. I've fought with you in my dreams. What'd you say your name was? 
Renly Schiedel. Uh Sometimes I go by Carrie the One, and he touches his hat, and Carrie appears uncomfortably uh, in this temple of Phrasma. Wait a minute. I got a letter that said that the undead would rise when I met the one who is two seeks my help. Would that be you? I guess it would. Uh, I do need help. Um, I've charged to form a group to uh, fight the Whispering Way. Do you know who they are? I don't. It's a cult. It's a cult that used to plague this town. They killed my brother, and I don't know what evil they're up to now, but it's not good. I could help you, for a price. How does 5,000 gold pieces sound? You know what? I'll make it six. Wow, so generous. Uh, that sounds fantastic. 6,000 gold, and, and we also get to keep whatever we find, so keep a lookout for treasure and whatnot. The prophecy seems to be coming true. I'm not much for prophecies, but I do know that we have fought well together, at least in my dreams. Will you give me a moment? Sure. And then he's going to walk over back over to Father Grimborough and say, you've, you've, can you vouch for him? You said that he has a calling. Is he another cleric? Wait, no, he's an inquisitor, just like in my dream. Oh, forget. Don't you hate it when you wake up and you forget your dreams? <laughs> uh, yes, that does does seem to happen to me. Uh, but yes, I, I, I can, I can vouch for for Cabal. He has been an immense help after the dealings with the Harrowstone Prison. He he arrived shortly after you left town. Well, if he fights like I've seen then he's more than welcome to join us. Did you finish that blessing yet? Well, I, I was in the middle of it, but you interrupted me. Now I have to start over. Oh, okay, well, and then he taps his foot. You know what? How about I pick it up in the morning? That, that would do fine as well. Yeah. So he just wants to get out of the temple. There's a piece of him that just feels uneasy in here. Hmm. So he is going to head back across the river. Before you get out of the temple, a slender, almost elf-like gentleman walks in with almost translucent skin, stark white hair, wearing a, a blue cloak. So it takes him less time than it took him, because he's putting pieces together and just screams out, Jobert! Jobert! Renly? But, but that was a dream. You had the same dream. My my friend. And he rushes up to Renly and grabs him with the forearm, that forearm handshake. Okay. Um, I thought you had forearms. <laughs> <laughs> he grabs him with the forearm handshake. And then he looks over and he sees Cabal and he's Cabal? And he excitedly goes over and gives him the same handshake. He's like, you you are real as well? How do you remember this so vividly? I just have pieces of of, of a shared dream. I've, I've always been very good at remembering my dreams, but it was the letter and several nights in a row of the dreams. I, I, I felt like they might have been connected and I, the letter told me to come to the Spiral Temple. I So I came, I and, and here you were. It said I would know the person I was looking for when I saw him. Immediately, it was you. Wait, do do you have a dream journal? Is that how you know so much about dreams? Uh, I I do practice the uh, the art of lucid dreaming. Well, I mean, I think all of us do. At least us three. Wait, there was a cat. Is there a cat, Father Grimborough? Do you have a cat? Well, um. Yes, we, we we do have a cat that uh, has has been here for for quite a while. That uh, well, it's more like a lion. A lion? Is it rideable? That depends on how big you are. Well, I just meant as a, a mount. 
Oh, no, 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 not not for you. Um, Father Grimborough. <laughs> uh, the cat is in the courtyard. It does like to um, train in the courtyard. Right. Bless the hammer. You guys, if this is the cat that I am thinking of, I mean, Jobert, you remember him, don't you? Uh, yes, but he was not a lion, per se. He was a cat man. Well, let's go see what this cat man do. <laughs> Hero card. Okay, so uh, we go into the courtyard cautiously because we still, you know, we think it's Diego, but I mean, there could be a lion out there. <laughs> yeah, there could just be a straight up lion. Punch it back. Yeah. <laughs> so you make your way out to the courtyard, and you do see a lion just kind of roaming around outside the courtyard. And you're about to go outside to, to see if this is your your other companion, Diego, when a tuxedo catfolk walks around the corner. Diego Dominus, you son of a bitch. And he goes up and he does that, you know, that, that, uh, high, you know, that, uh, what is it? It's that handshake from, uh, was it Predator? Yeah. I think you're the man that I've been looking for. I was told to find someone here. By Yaren, we're all here. Wait. You all received a letter. Am I wrong? Yes, I did. Where was it from? Who sent it? Mine had no signature. Mine had a, well, a symbol on it. Yes, the symbol of Phrasma. Is, is, is that what you're referring to? Yes. Mine as well. And I was told there was a job I had to do. There is. I've been tasked with tracking down the Whispering Way. Have you ever heard of them? I'm afraid not. No, never come across them in my travels. Well, why don't we go over to the Outwood Inn? Uh, you guys can have a drink and we can talk about the whispering way sure let me feed this lion i just want to get a real close look at it hold on <laughs> diego goes and feeds the lion some uh meat and then he runs back nice creature <laughs> he's trying to find a date you <laughs> <laughs> right. say what do you want to bet he's gonna get that lion yeah talk about riding that lion <laughs> <laughs> so we go to the tavern we meet in a tavern you meet at the Outward Inn, and Saryana Vai has prepared a nice meal with rabbit sausage gravy and biscuits. So we eat. Uh, again, Renly's not a drinker, so he's not drinking, but y'all can, y'all can drink if you want. You're not going to be too judgy, are you? <laughs> I mean, no, but yeah, it depends on how drunk you get as I drink my bourbon. <laughs> Dwarfy even makes his way into the Outward Inn after he closes the shop for the evening. Gentlemen, may I introduce my brother's best friend in the world, Dwarfy Dwarferson. He's a forge priest. He has that shop that's next door. Pleasure to meet you. So, pleasure to meet you as well. Uh, can I buy you all a drink? Most definitely. Ah, uh, yes, please. Absolutely. I'll just have a milk. A milk. So he'll shout across the bar. Sariana, three of your... F four, four, four. I've had a few already. Four of your <laughs> finest ales and a milk. You have milk back there, right? Good. And a milk. And no, it's not for the catfolk. <laughs> So, yeah, we sit and we talk about Dwarvi. I'm imagining uh, telling them the tale of the, the prison. I'm talking about my brother who was here for, before me and uh, him coming to the town and helping save the, you know, save everybody. 
Miss, uh, by the way, Renly, when you you left Ravenbro to to head to uh, Lepistad, was it? Wasn't that where you were headed? Yes, Lepistad. What? What happened there? Oh my God! Okay, so there was a trial. We had to be lawyers, barristers. We would. It was weird. There was a trial, and uh, a manticore, and um, there was. Uh, he got he we 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 got him off. So he's a free man. But it was a it was a con. Are you familiar with golems? I. Yes, I I I believe I have fought a few. This one was a weird one. He was he was I wouldn't say smart, but like maybe as a seven year old, eight year old. So a sentient golem. Yes, very yes, uh, very very sweet boy. Um, yes, no, we fought this weird creation. We lost Zenobia. Yeah, it was it was an adventure. I could write a book. We call it book two. This one, this new chapter with my new friends, the five of us going to fight the Whispering Way, this one will be book five. What about three and four? I don't know if those have happened yet. Well, you mentioned you're heading to fight the Whispering Way. Yes, we have to go make our way back to Lepestad and then take the silent path to this very fancy place. Silent path. So that means you're you're going through the Shudderwood. Yes, yes, we are. Have you been there? Uh, twice. Once forward, once back. Watch out for the werewolves. Oh, you don't have to tell. Did I tell you? One of the werewolves was Roderick's father. What? His father's a werewolf. I know. He was just as surprised as you. Wait. Does that make him part werewolf? No, he was a werewolf after Roderick was born, so... Ah, okay, okay. I wasn't sure how that, you know, werewolves having babies things worked. Well, yeah, no, it's, it's... So, wait. Does that mean if his father sired offspring, would they be werewolves? Or just wolves? Or is it would, be a, would it be a mix? I don't know. You know, it might be like there's this traveling group uh, that, that that goes through Ustalov. Uh, I think they call themselves the, the, the Crooked Kin. The Crooked Kin. The Crooked Kin. I've met them. Oh, you've they met them. They were lovely, lovely people. So so you've met their wolf boy. Oh, yes. Rolf. His name is Rolf. Rolf. Very, very yippy. And then there was his, what, was, what, a queen. No, a princess. Princess with... Multiple arms. That sounds fancy. It was, and there was yeah the yeah the crooked kin were they were good people. Zenobi actually left them some money in her will. Oh. Her well. cut of the a reward was was given to them. So. I'm, I'm sure they appreciated that. I'm sure that they did, and hopefully, hopefully, they're in a better place than they were. Oh, did you know? That they're planning on rebuilding Harrowstone Prison? For what? So Ustalov can have a prison? Some dark times. That's where... That's where Thurskill died. But anyway, they have hired me to build and weld the bars for the prison. Are you going to enchant them? A little, little ghost bane on there? Well, it's not haunted anymore. You never know. Sometimes they're like cockroaches, ghosts. Hmm. Well, you leave secret passages so people can sneak out. Well, that's 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 a terrible prison, don't you think? <laughs> I might leave a few secret passages in there somewhere. So, since you're you're building this, does that mean you're not coming? Ah, uh, I mean, I could. I don't have to build the prison. But then what would I do with my shop? I don't have an apprentice. As much as this pains me, I don't... I don't think you're destined to come with us. Not that I don't want you. Someone who knew my brother and my companions, I would cherish on the road, but... 
it sounds like you've got a life here, Dwarfie. Seems I have. I didn't think that was possible. I thought I was going to be a nomad for the rest of my life. Well, here's hoping that you don't have to ever move again. And he raises his glass and drinks his milk. Cheers. <laughs> Diego will say, and you will be sadly missed in this journey, but we will bring you back tales. Uh, please do. Uh, and remember, if you ever need any of your weapons or armor enchanted or made more masterwork or whatever you need, my shop is just right next door. Thank you, my friend. And if you ever need the blessings of Torag, I'll be here for that as well. Thank you, my friend. So, why don't you guys get drunk and stumble around for my amusement? I'm just curious if Diego means we'll bring him tails literally or figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> my tail will twitch when you say something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, while, while you guys are drinking and having a good time um Renly is going to get up touch his hat cast dancing lights and perform as carry the one she hasn't performed in a very long time putting on a drag show yes give me them tips <laughs> so roll your perform skills so you can see how much money you make eight plus 12, so 20. 20. Uh, with a 20, it is a great performance. Uh, so that way you have earned 3d10 worth of silver pieces. Ooh. Silver? I need the money that folds. The big guy. One. Nine. Two. 12 cents. That's 12 silver pieces or one gold, two silver. Obviously, performing is not a get-rich-quick scheme. No. Not at all. I don't know. There's only one song, so do this all night. <laughs> <laughs> but with performing, with you know, a great performance like that, you might be invited to join a professional troupe or may even develop a regional reputation. Ooh. Nah, I got I got monsters to kill. You don't want to join a, a crew? Okay. A yeah. dance crew? Damn. We're going to serve those monsters? Yep. You don't want to start Carry the Ones drag race? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. So, friendly, tell me more of this whispering way. I do not understand. So, I've never actually met them, but they plague this town. Professor Lorimore, I believe his name was, was murdered by them. Yeah, no, I do believe, I do believe they were behind the whole Harrowstone incident. So they effectively killed the good professor, killed my brother, sent Zenobia to her grave. They have so much blood on their hands and they must be stopped. They've been behind so many things in and around Ustalov. They just can't be, they can't be allowed to function anymore. I've heard they are connected to the undead, is that true? They control many supernatural things. Oh, yes. They uh, they worship the undead, basically. They all want to be liches if they can help it. That is not good. So, in Cabal, you're Inquisitor of Therasma, correct? That is correct. So, I mean, I know you've already pledged yourself, but I think it is your duty to hunt down this evil. I agree with you. Chaubert. Yes. They stir trouble with, with outsiders. I know I know that fetchlings are are considered outsiders and Joubert, you yourself are an outsider. You're a rogue and a fetchling. And you're one of the people that they are trying to blame. This they're using subterfuge to blame people like you. Yes, and this cannot be allowed to stand. And Diego so, so when you say that you've, you mentioned this beast, you, are you talking about the, the whispering tyrant? You, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the Tarbafon, the whispering tyrant, the, uh, the, uh, lich, uh, 
Lich King that ruled over Usulov for centuries, but then was finally defeated during the Shining Crusade? I've, you know, I've heard the name, but I, all I know is they hurt my family. They hurt my friends. They've put that poor golem through hell. They don't care who they hurt to get what they want. They must be stopped. Do I have a promise from each of you at this table to help me take down the Whispering Way? Here, here. And Chaubert slams the rest of his drink and slams his glass on the table. Diego will gladly lend his fists. I shall do it for the Lady of the Graves. Dwarfy, I know that we decided that you're staying, but after that rousing speech that I just gave, are you still staying? Well, it kind of makes me want to go. <laughs> I, I despise the undead and the Whispering Way. I've heard tales of them trying to raise an army of the undead. I too have heard this. We must stop them before they are able to assemble. So, you know what you shall be facing. The undead. They're going through the Shadowwood, so there are werewolves aplenty. Are you are you prepared for this journey? I'm as prepared as I was when I walked into Ravengrow. So not at all. Got it. <laughs> Anything you have that might help her will gladly accept, my dear friend. Well, I mean, I was going to say that I was, you know, super prepared, but that's a fair statement. That's pretty fair. But now, now I'm prepared. Well, you have your hammer, so that that will definitely help. Oh, remind me, I got to pick that up from the the temple tomorrow morning. Nice. Pick that up from the temple tomorrow morning. (laughs) Well, I mean, it doesn't help now, but thank you. You're welcome. Uh, does anybody have any silver weapons? Oh, I was going to say silver. I just earned some silver, but my chakram that you're enchanting is is definitely silver. Well, I do have an adamantine uh, dagger. Adamantine is good to have. Tends to bypass some damage reduction. Yeah, uh, my chakram is, I, I think, the only thing of silver that I have. Do you think we should stop by the uh, alchemist? Is there an alchemist in town? I've only been here once, I don't know. Oh, uh, of course, there is. Well, uh, alchemist, apothecary, I think it's all in one shop. Oh, how convenient. It's a small town. So I'm I'm sure we need to stock up on, on anything that would help with silver, because yes, no, I've, I've faced the werewolves before. So very good. And, uh, well, you don't have a true cleric with you, so good luck with the um, the army of the undead. I'll just say that. He's an inquisitor. I mean, that's part cleric, isn't it? Right. Cabal's giving, like, like huge side-eye right now to him. <laughs> <He's> like, bitch? <laughs> you know who said it? A war priest said it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dwarfy, do we know where we can get some... Holy water or anything like that? Well, holy water you could easily find at the Temple of Phrasma. Um, but it, it it's alchemical silver we need, not holy water. But the holy water would work for the undead. True. Very true. Oh, if I remember correctly, Father Grimbro said we could have as much as we wanted. I'm sure he said that. Like, a book ago he did. With a, with a small wet tithing to the church. Mm-hmm. So, feel free to get your, your holy water there. Um, I might have some silver weapons at my shop. Or the apothecary slash uh, alchemist should have some sort of alchemical silver. Well, thank you for the tip. I think we should all sleep on it. We should all prepare. And in the morning, we'll head back to Leperstadt. Uh, yes. I think that sounds sounds good. That sounds like a plan to me. Dwarfy, please consider it at least. I will consider it. All right, you get up the next morning. Uh, I'm assuming you all slept at the Outward Inn. Yep. Yes. Sariana has made a nice spread for breakfast. Can I say that I slept at the temple and then I walk up with uh, lots of holy water? 
Yeah, absolutely. So, Cabal comes in uh, with a whole bunch of vials of holy water for everybody. Trying to one-up the war priest. Try <laughs> Looking at him again, side-eyed. <laughs> Please, let's have a rivalry. Please. That is <laughs> what I'm so looking forward to. Oh, thank you for this 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 gift. It's very kind of you. You didn't happen to grab my hammer, did you? I did not. Okay, well, before we leave town, I still need to grab that, and then we can go. I'm going to go to the temple. Can you get with Dwarfy to see if he's made a decision? Sure, we can go ask him. All right, uh, I'll meet you on the road. Uh, so I go and get my hammer. Okay. I guess we travel over to his shop, see if he's there. Okay. The rest of you guys head over to Dwarfy's shop, and you see him standing outside, and he's kind of hanging up a, a sign that he's created. As you get closer to the sign, you see that it reads, um, Gone for a while. Check with Warren and Elaine's shop for all your smithing needs. So, Chaubert's going to just tuck a coin behind the sign, tuck a gold piece behind the sign, just as a, uh, a luck thing. Um, that he likes to do. And then he's going to go up to uh, Dwarfy. And uh, Dwarfy, my friend, it seems, uh, by this, judging by the sign, it seems that you are uh, ready for our journey. Oh, yes, I, uh, I had dreams of these this undead army, and uh, I just I couldn't let that happen. So, so I decided to join you. Plus, I... No offense, I just don't think this uh, tiefling over here will be able to get the job done. Well, are you sure you don't want to reconsider? Your shop's here, you've got your job that you're about to do, make some money. Don't you want to stay? Oh, no. Well, I'd love to stay, but I think I should probably join you and uh, keep an eye on you. I, I might be able to teach you a thing or two. Think of the townsfolk, though. What would they do without you? Well, I'm, I'm sure they'll be here when I get back. Ooh, you can cut the tension with a dagger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends, let's uh, head to the meeting spot. Yes, on the road it is. Okay. So you make it to the meeting spot. Renly makes his way back with the hammer. And you set off for Lepishtad. Probably takes you a couple of days to get to Lepishtad. You meet with Judge Daramid. And she's surprised to see that there's one extra member of the crew. I hope you don't mind, but this, um, we've got an extra. Do you have another invitation? Well, it's a good thing that I made extras of these invitations. Uh, yes, yes, um, five, five invitations. Cabal gives the, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So close. (laughs) <laughs> I will send word to to let them know that you are you are on your way and to expect uh, a group of five to show up with these blank invitations yes well your generosity as always Judge Dermot is greatly appreciated I think I think we should be off unless there's something else no 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 um Seems like you have everything at hand. I I do suggest uh, following the silent path to make your way to the Askenor Lodge. Uh, so just go north uh, towards Schloss Karamark, and the entrance to the silent path will be marked there with... Um, you will recognize the symbols to keep you on the path. Yes, Your Honor. Um, hopefully we'll see you very soon. I do hope so, because I do have your money. Yes, no, that's what I meant. I'm, I'm trying to make them coins. There, there's money involved in this. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, there's uh, there's a thousand dollars for each of you. Not for me. You no, I'm just six thousand dollars. Shut up. <laughs> what? <laughs> money? No, there's there's six six thousand a piece. Let us just hope we live to collect this. So you gather everything that you need. You start making your way up north toward the 
the shutter wood, and you find the entrance to the silent path. And standing at the edge of the Shutterwood is almost like staring into another world. It's ominous. Towering pine trees blot out the sunlight, allowing only occasional splinters of light to pierce through. Within the dimness, broken branches and occasional shrubs growing up through the fallen trees create shadowy illusions, both wondrous and haunting. Apart from the pallid lichens, the Colorful fungi, feather moss, and wintergreen, little else grows in the forest. Shutterwood possesses an eerie stillness only occasionally lifted by the sounds of passing birds and small animals scurrying across the dry pine needles littering the forest floor. You make your way into the forest, and as the, the path begins to thin, there's a brisk crosswind that scatters, concealing drifts of pine needles across the trail. If not for the shallow grooves left behind by wheels of traveling wagons following the path, it would be nearly impossible to stay on the path. As you look around in the shadows, you see occasional eyes blinking in the darkness at you, watching your every move. Roll a perception check. Bears at a 19. 15. 12. 31. 31. Yeah! As you're walking through this forest, Cabal notices a single vine making its way out from the recesses of the shadows as it's about to wrap around Dwarfy's foot. Roll for initiative. Oh. And he doesn't say anything to Dorothy. <laughs> Ooh. I just want to um, start this off with a natural 20. Ooh, nice. So 22 total. Dwarfy rolled a, a natural 20 also. Uh-oh. How about you, Cabal? 16. Shabir's at a 15. Diego got a 14. Okay, so we are starting off with Renly. What Renly is going to do is he's going to pull out his newly crafted hammer. He is going to use his new hex, which is the, 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 the disguise, and he is going to change, but not into carry. The form he is taking is a barbarian, and he turns to his friends and says, Who the hell are you? We'll see you next week. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this is-